Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, the one that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode, number 139, The Newcomer Near Us. Yahara Gomez and I are talking about how much God loves people struggling who've left their homeland, even when they come to our great nation of Canada. It's our intention that you'll catch the heart of the Father for His loved ones. Take time to download one of the Soul H2O journal pages to help you dive deep into the teaching segment. Record the scripture mentioned during the show and look up verses later. Record what God speaks to you and let us know the impact to your heart. Journal pages can be downloaded from the show notes at soulh2o.com slash 139 with scripture graphics, information about our guest, or anything else mentioned in the show. Now, let's dive into today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. When I was growing up, Canada was very white. In my country high school, we lived near the Six Nations Reserve, so we were a split of about 80% white kids and 20% Aboriginal kids, as most schools are in that area, but only had about three visible minorities outside of that. Two black brothers and my friend Kamiko from Japan. I can't imagine how strange that must have been for all of them. Now, Canada is considered the most multicultural country in the world, with Toronto being the most multicultural city in the world. We are a country beautifully made up of immigrants, and it's always been this way. It's been discovered that even Aboriginal people emigrated from East Asia at one point, but are undoubtedly the ones who have lived here for centuries longer than any European, African, Asian, Middle Eastern, or South American people. It's not easy for new immigrants to a country. Whether you're a melting pot society like the United States or a cultural mosaic like Canada, moving from one country to another leaves people with culture shock most often due to the situations and reasons surrounding their monumental move. There are often cultural and financial difficulties that make this transition an even greater struggle. I'm so thankful that the Bible is always full of stories and includes lived lives that relate to ours. There are records of countless immigrants on the pages of Scripture, from the beginning when Adam and Eve were forced out of the garden, to Abraham and Sarah who followed God's lead to leave their hometown without any information on the destination or how to get there, but just that God would lead them. And then there's Jesus, who willingly left the comforts of heaven to come live on this earth. Both the Old and New Testaments are ripe with Scripture that teach how the people of God are to love, respect, and help care for the needs of foreigners living in their land. God shares His position on how we're to treat immigrants in verses like Exodus 23.9 that says, Do not oppress a foreign resident, since you yourselves know how it feels to be foreigners, for you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. 
And Exodus 12, 49 says, There shall be one law for the native and for the stranger who sojourns among you. One law for the native and the newcomer. Not double standards for different classes of people. If you read much of the Bible, you'll know unity for his people is God's heart. God knows how hard it is for people who have to leave their homeland. So he came up with the incredible plan for gleaning. Many ancient cultures had similar plans set out for the poor in their country. But only the God of the Israelites set up gleaning rights for the needy and the newcomer. Leviticus 19 outlines God's instructions for the Israelites to leave the edges of their fields unharvested. They weren't allowed to pick up produce that fell to the ground and were told to pick produce only once so there was some left unharvested for those in need. The story of Ruth and Boaz in the Bible is a beautiful account of a foreign girl from Moab who benefited from God's gleaning laws and even ended up with a husband at the end of it all. God wants us all to have the heart of Boaz. His desire is for all of us to meet the needs of the newcomer near us. Stay on top of our latest updates with our exclusive newsletter, Living Joyfully. Sign up now and never miss an announcement, a testimonial, or a devotion. Become a joyful insider when you join our newsletter by visiting joyradio.ca. Don't wait. Subscribe today. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Yahara Gomez serves as founder and president for Life-Giving Ministries. She delights in sharing the biblical messages God lays on her heart. Functioning in a variety of capacities as a Bible teacher, missionary evangelist, and pastor, Yahara travels to churches and events, encouraging leaders and their communities through conferences, workshops, and TV appearances on shows like 700 Club Canada. Yahara also serves as an associate pastor for Central Community Church in Niagara, Ontario, and we're blessed to have you on. Welcome to the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, Yahara. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, it is my privilege. Um, Now, this is radio, but if it was TV, people might see you and think that you're just a pretty face, but there's so much more to you. And I didn't mention it in your introduction, but you are actually Dr. Yahara Gomez. So um, what degrees do you have to get that title? Well, God has been very good to our family and very merciful. He has led me on a path of academia as an immigrant to Canada, and I've been able to study an MDiv at McMaster Divinity College in Hamilton, Ontario. And then I went on to pursue a doctor of ministry where I was able to write a thesis on cross-cultural itinerant ministry and graduated in 2015 from Tyndale in Ontario. With a doctor of ministry. Wow, girl, Mm -hmm. that is so impressive. And I think it's just incredible, the story of your life and how, you know, as a young immigrant, how God has continued to move you forward and and to put you in places that maybe you didn't imagine yourself as a young girl living in Canada, uh, immigrating here. And not only that, you have a lot of schooling behind you, but now you're actually teaching others. 
Yes, God has been amazing. Our family immigrated to Canada when I was a child with my brother, and we were refugees from El Salvador. And their biggest dream was to get us out of a poverty, war-stricken area so that we could have a better life, so that we could be educated. And so they really drove home the idea that we need an education so that we can make an income, so that we can be more effective in society here than back home. And, you know, those plans got kind of turned them around in a certain way that academia actually led me to know more about God, to know more about his spirit and to teach others about his word. I never expected to actually study to be in ministry. I I was saved at the age of 21. I wanted to be a heart surgeon who travels the world, healing people and, and especially going to the poor stricken areas and doing heart surgery for free on, on all those people who needed medical surgeries. And in that third year entering university, I got saved and everything just turned around. And and I remember thinking, I don't want to do that anymore. I want everyone to know the joy that God has filled me with. And I want to tell people about Jesus Christ. And you are living every day with that mission. And, you know, you're a teacher now at Global University. Uh, You're the Hispanic stream leader. And it's impressive that you have, you know, that title before your name, that you have doctor, you have professor now. So you just keep amping it up. But you are actually reverend Professor Dr. Yahara Gomez. (laughs) So you just keep breaking those ceilings for us girls and for immigrants to Canada. You know, a doctor, a a pastor, a female in ministry, which would really break a lot of social norms sometimes coming from different countries. Yes, I totally agree that it has been a privilege serving in these different areas. And, you know, titles can mean different things to different people in different cultures, different churches, different countries. And so for me, what I know is that what God permitted me to study, it was basically an endeavor that I took upon myself that we would sacrifice the resources, the money to pay that tuition, to get all that teaching into me so that I could actually travel the world and give it to all those who couldn't afford to pay for theology, Mm -hmm. for theological education, who couldn't afford to be in a communist country and, and buy a theological book or a commentary. And so I actually delight in sharing what God has taught me through my academic studies so that others can freely gain from it as, you know, we preach the word of God freely. And that's how I got to meet you. You were on stage sharing from your heart at the annual general meeting for the ministers in our denomination. And I was so impressed listening to you, hearing just literally a little snippet of what God has done in your life and what he's now doing through the ministry that he's called you to that we'll get talking to about in just a bit. But I'm hoping Reverend Professor Dr. Yahara Gomez, if you could share a Bible study tool or tip for women to implement in their faith walk. Yes, I think that every day when we get up, depending what time you want to pour into scripture, my favorite time of the day is the morning. And discipline is great, but I really believe that obeying the Holy Spirit's voice is necessary for discipline to be effective. So if every day I have a daily scripture routine, it helps me to stay disciplined. But if I'm not open to some chaos, which 
is hearing God's voice to go outside of my chosen parameters of that daily Bible study, and he's telling me to go into another passage, then I might actually be missing out on the opportunity to bless someone else who's going to need to hear from that scripture passage that God told me to leave what I've been studying and go somewhere else. For example, maybe someone texts me or calls me or in that next evening, they're going through something and God had told me, go to that scripture. And because I decided to listen to the Holy Spirit instead of staying in my disciplined kind of like this one way narrow minded area, you know, God is like, no, this is what you needed to hear. And I'm able to encourage someone with that. So structure, but not rigidity is what I'm hearing. Yes. And that's coming from a full out Pentecostal young <laughs> lady who was saved at the age of 21. And, and I just wanted to be in church from Monday to Sunday, going from service to service. Um, I love spirit filled uh, ministry. But yes, uh, not so rigid, but mm-hmm. we do need discipline. Yeah, but open to hearing from the Holy Spirit and a verse that you could share that would encourage people. Nehemiah 8.10 is my favorite verse. When I came to the Lord, I remember I was going through such a hard time and darkness just filled my heart. And from the moment that I opened my heart, the Lord filled me with joy. So Nehemiah 8.10 says, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm, He absolutely is your joy. It comes through in what you're saying. And I can't wait for us to come back after the break and hear what it's like to be a newcomer within the Canadian church. Hi, I'm Yahara Gomez from episode number 139. And the music pick song for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is God is in the Story by Katie Nicole and Big Daddy Weave. This torn up page is a story right here in my story. Take your favorite radio station with you on the go with the My Joy radio app. Listen to live shows, catch up with past episodes, and stay connected with Joy Radio 24-7. Download our app today and never miss a beat. The My Joy Radio app, available now. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with Reverend Professor Dr. Yahara Gomez, a passionate Latino pastor who's living her all for Christ. Yahara, you came to Canada as a toddler, and I'm wondering if you could share just a bit about how your family actually came here to Canada. Yes. So my parents, they took a journey from El Salvador through Mexico, through the U.S., various different means until they finally ended up at the border of Niagara and in the USA and in Canada. And their biggest prayer being devout Catholics was that they would be able to make it to Canada. They had no idea how they would get here. They just, that was their prayer. And somehow when immigration caught my father at the US border and they asked him, where are you heading? And he said, we want to make it to the border of Canada. They said, well, guess where you are? You're at Fort Erie here. And right over there 
you get to go to Canada. And so they quickly applied for refugee status in Canada because they had fled from the war that was happening back in the early 80s. And we came here and grew up in different schools. And I remember that about the age of 12, my dad actually started to go into a Pentecostal evangelical church. And then five years later, my mom started to be a Jesus lover. And then another year later, when I was 18, my brother got saved. And then when I was at the age of 21, I finally gave my heart to Christ. And it really transformed the trajectory of our lives because their expectation was to bring us to be educated, to make a career of our lives. But me and my brother actually ended up loving Jesus so much that now we're both in ministry. Mm, How incredible that is. But yet, you know, he just uses everything. And, you know, in the Soul H2O devotion, and we talked about Abraham, how he took his family and he didn't have, you know, a map on how to get there. And it sounds like your family was on that similar journey of, you know, I don't know quite where we're going. They're at the border and they don't even realize they're at the Canadian border. But God knew each step to take your family to get them where they want, he wanted them to be and where he wanted you to be. And so I know you talked about when we got together about being a part of a Spanish church in Hamilton and how there was, you know, a lot of familiarity with being a part of a Spanish church. Oh, yes. I remember my early years from the age of 21 to 30 being saved in a very traditional Pentecostal holiness church here in Hamilton, Ontario, where God did amazing things. Gifts of the Holy Spirit were moving. People were being saved. Us as the young people were leading and paving the way with preaching and teaching altar calls. Um, And, you know, I was there for nine years. But then when I got married, we moved to Oakville. And I had sensed that God was calling me into a different kind of ministry. And so my husband and I ended up in an upper class, predominantly Caucasian church. And I remember just being culture shock. Um, You know, it was bringing in over a million, this church versus the Spanish immigrant church where we were maybe bringing in 40 to 60,000 a year (laughs) and our pastor was poorly paid. And, and then I'm like, whoa, this revenue. And I was just culture shocked the way they did church. There was no food after service. There was no hanging out much. It was very different. Very different. And so for the first time, I think you fully experienced, you know, being an immigrant in Canada and not really feeling that you fit in. And, um, you know, was it a struggle to connect in that church? It was a struggle in the sense of connecting to the way things were done, the way that worship was happening, the way that the sermons were preached, the 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 difference of lack of altar calls. And, you know, I was used to a spirit filled service and very demonstrative and and culturally, you know, uh, just the way we would praise God as Latinos. And so, yes, this was, this was different. Um, I connected great with people because I'm very extrovert. I love people. I Mm. love cultures. And, and so that part was, was easier. And it actually leads me into the role that I'm able to play at Central Community Church here in Niagara on the Lake. Yeah. So you've been there for, is it about two or three years at Central? I've been there for about 20 months. Mm, Okay. And God has been doing incredible things. So what's your actual title at Central? 
So at Centro, I'm an associate pastor where I'm in charge of the West Niagara region. And we're a church of about 3,000 people. So we have different pastors set up all across Niagara, north, south, east, west. And on top of that, not only do we care for our different regions, but we're also in charge of care for the church, if there's weddings, funerals, as well as visiting the sick. And I'm also the newcomers to Canada pastor, where my specialty is championing this community group so that I can make them feel welcome and become part of the vision of our church. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you've brought about a lot of changes at Central for people who are new to Canada. And I'm wondering if you're helping them and integrating uh, immigrants into the Canadian church in ways that you wish that would have happened for you years ago. Yes, God is doing a great thing at Central Community Church in Niagara. We have a vision where we want to connect God with people, and we want people not only to connect with God, but with others. And so we do this through our Sunday experiences, our groups, and our next generation ministry. And being an associate pastor at Central, I actually became part of the staff to meet the specific need of all these newcomers to Canada that were coming in, but no one could actually relate with them. No one could figure out how to integrate them. And so the staff was actually intentional, or the leadership, I should say, was intentional about hiring some who knew the challenges for growing leaders of non-Canadian ethnicities. And so for God's glory, I have been an integral part of recruiting, training, and mentoring new group leaders at Central. Groups at Central is the biggest way that people are going to strengthen their connection with God and others to grow as disciples. And so when we come together and we see the Word of God, where we are told to go and make disciples of all nations— baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that Jesus commanded us. Well, this is what we're doing through groups. So we have established community groups, support groups, interest groups, and small groups where newcomers to Canada not only lead these groups, but also become part of the groups as members. And so we have started Bible studies in various languages, certain ones like for young married couples who have just arrived in the country, who have no family, don't have the connections with the children like the married couples do. We have this happening in different regions, in Welland, St. Catharines, in in the Niagara-on-the-Lake area, Fort Erie. But as well, we also do different outreaches through our community groups. We have grown our Hispanic community group to about 128 people. And so in the past 20 months, I have been able to recruit and train 30 leaders. And when I say leaders, I mean group leaders who have immigrated at one time or another to Canada. And we are just so thankful that they are now a important part of the vision at Central. And we have created a welcoming environment for new Canadians where people can see and feel that the church family is a place for them. Yahara, I want to thank you so much for what you're doing to make newcomers feel welcome to Canada. Thank you for having me. My challenge for you this week is to read through the book of Ruth. It's a short one with just four chapters, but one of the most beautiful love stories ever written, better than any Harlequin romance novel. And it's true. 
As you read, think about how God was protecting and providing for Ruth, the foreigner who would one day be included by Matthew in his genealogy of Jesus. God cares for the immigrants and loves to see them come into positions of renown. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 139, The Newcomer Near Us. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics, information about our guest, and links to anything mentioned in the show at soulh2o.com slash 139. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family, take a screen capture while listening on your device, and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.